today on The Bill Kelly Show on 900 CHML. Tech Talk. Adam Oldfield, the president and CEO of FPM, FPM3 Marketing, and Vacuuman, who sponsored this program, is with us once again. Uh, welcome to Friday, Adam. How are you doing today? Well, I can tell you it's definitely Groundhog Day, Bill. I mean, honestly, I wake <laughs> up. The only difference is the temperature. It's like I walk out. The only That's how I know it's a different day. It's kind of like, well, wait a minute. I think I need to put a coat on and gloves today. That's how I can only tell the difference anymore. I said to the producer, Alicia, man, I, I feel like I wake up every day and I'm like, what day is this? And the only thing that gets me through, Bill, is to know I got through a week is here we are on Tech Talk with you, sir. That, that's the big, exciting change in my week. Well, you are the uh, the king of video conferencing and, and all of this stuff. You were doing it you know, long before. I, I mean, I, I've done it, I think, twice of the year I've been working from home here. Uh, and uh, it's it's amazing technology. It's fabulous. Uh, but it's it's evolving. I mean, even the stuff that, that I learned about a year ago and now it seems to be outdated. And, uh, and you're telling me that the Microsoft Mesh is coming about, which is going to revolutionize everything now. It's going to change. I mean, we've seen this in perspective of how they were going to uh, bring Microsoft specifically. Microsoft was going to bring this technology and be able to, and they use these kind of like versions of where it could be. And about four years ago, they showed a prototype that gave a bit of an idea of someone in a living room and having a almost a holographic image of someone standing in front of them. Well, it's come to life. It's called Microsoft Mesh, as you mentioned, and Microsoft is releasing it this coming year, and it takes that virtual reality. So think of it as putting goggles on, but there's like a little clear lens on it, and that lens gives the heads-up display or allows for the holographic image of another uh, projection somewhere else. So uh, our Tech Talk example, Bill, would be us sitting in a studio, except I'm a hologram, and you would be sitting across from me, but you would be able to watch my arms gesture, uh, watch me kind of swing, but I wouldn't be hitting the microphone or anything that I normally do. So uh, as another example, is think of it as Star Wars. If we all saw the movie Star Wars where the Emperor comes up, uh, uh, up on a holographic display, uh, this is reality. This is coming out, and the, the, the practicalities of how this could be used in the medical profession, from a business meeting profession, um, they were showing examples in Microsoft where a mechanic on the other side of the world would be able to virtually look at uh, the, the components of an airplane and be able to determine what's wrong with it uh, by simply a holographic image uh, showing up and giving that perspective that they're in real place. So this is no longer imagine if it happens. Uh, it's called Microsoft Mesh. If you want to look it up, it is mind-blowing where we're going to be going with technology today. I was all ready to be excited about this. This is, this is old technology. Yeah, Tony Stark Iron Man's been doing this for years, Adam. Come on. It's in all the movies. <laughs> Well, that's what I mean. The movies aren't going to be very cool anymore, Bill. When, yeah. when we can do it on 900 CHML, it's almost <laughs> like Stark Industries really behind the time. You know I guess I mean? so. I suppose so, yeah. Uh, let's talk about Apple. They're in court, and, and, and this, I know that tech companies, and especially Apple, seem to be in court constantly, but this one is particularly interesting because the charges against them uh, are something a lot of people, and, and I'm a, obviously an iPhone guy, uh, programmed obsolescence and uh they kind of got caught red-handed at this didn't they yeah this is you know what you think you would learn from your first mistake years ago they got in a class action lawsuit where if you had the iphone 6 and as you were upgrading your ios the apple was throttling the phones to be slower because and they're and they admitted to it they actually yeah. didn't deny it they claim the reason we're doing this is for the benefit of our customers is because it prolongs the battery life 
And so they lost in court, and there was a case where many people were entitled to having compensation. Well, the Portuguese Consumer Protection Agency has filed a new class action lawsuit, and this, again, is for iPhone 6 and up. So anything above iOS 11 uh, was the beginning of where they realized that anyone that's uh, upgrading and you're using an older phone, that you might have felt that your phone was uh, getting slower. So you might open an app, and where you started using the phone, it, it, it was very quick. Well, if you're realizing it's getting slow, it's not you. It's actually Apple, once again, is throttling their phones uh, due to the fact that the upgrades are potentially capable of, of obviously, for Apple's claim, helping prolong the experience of your product. The reality is, it's been proven in court, is, hey, my phone's so slow, I can't stand it, I'm going to smash it against the wall, I'm going to go buy another $2,000 phone, and hopefully I can get back to normal. So uh, this is in Portugal, right, or yeah, in Portugal right now, but it's going to become probably, because they, they didn't do it just in Portugal, <laughs> apparently it's going to be rolling out to other countries, so... To anyone using an iPhone 8, an iPhone 10, and you're thinking, geez, every time I use these security updates, is my phone getting slower? Yes, it is. So it's going to be another lawsuit about the rollout bill. Uh, let's skip ahead a second, because Apple's in the news for another story, too, about, uh, well, the security systems. Well, this is something which we know Apple has been very proud about. And I know many users of Apple have used it for two reasons. One, it's easy. And number two is because it's secure. And Apple is always, and even right now, uh, Mr. Cook has commented on privacy is the number one reason Apple is, is focused to protect our users. The data, the, the experience of, of their data being secure. But there's a little bit of a fault to this. And one of those faults is when you build a fortress, and the walls are so high, and you're feeling invulnerable, all it takes is now you become a, uh, a target for hackers to want to get inside that, that fortress. And if they do, and 1% of the top hackers can, and how can I show this, is that it's called jailbreak. If you hear of a phone that, you know, Apple's very proud about, we just upgraded the phone and we've locked out jailbreak. Well, if it gets jailbroken, um, meaning you can have access to the features limited by your phone, it means it's got a security leak. <laughs> so I always laugh when I hear this that, it, it, you know, the new iPhone's been uh, uh, jailbroken, and I think to myself, okay, so it's no longer fully secure. But this element of being uh, accessible is that that fortress wall that Apple has created, very similar to the M1 with the malware we spoke about a few weeks ago, is Apple susceptible to having a virus role or a malware role inside its system. And if it does get inside, it's very difficult to find. So there's going to be some new features. Don't feel all secure that iPhone is going, and Apple particularly, is going to be that be-all, end-all of security. Uh, because, again, those walls may be high, they might be thick, but somehow there's always a way that you can get inside that fortress. Words of the wise. Let's, I want to talk about space travel because this just amazes me. Uh, you know, we watched the, the, the Mars landing, of course, a, a week or two ago now and all the, the incredible things that are happening because of that. Uh, but kind of pushed to the side here is the fact that uh, corporate space travel is really starting to move along. And Elon Musk is, is back in the news. And, and they're suggesting that this is actually going to get up and running within the next couple of years? By the year 2023, they're claiming that we will be able to purchase a SpaceX Starship mission that will take a six-day trip to launch from Earth, 
fly through our natural satellite, maybe the space garbage, and then in the six days, you will loop around the moon and return back to Earth. Now, what I find really interesting to this, Bill, is that they're calling that the year 2023 civilians will be able to take this space travel or space cruise, if you will, yet I can't even fly to B.C. without being quarantined for three days in a hotel for $3,000. I can't even imagine what our prime minister would be doing if you flew back from the moon and said, I'm sorry, we're going to have to quarantine you for what? I don't know what the timing is on that. But the fact is you can't travel anywhere in the world without being quarantined. But you can fly around the moon and return in the year 2023, courtesy of SpaceX and Elon Musk. Is, is this going to be is this like a shuttle from here on in? I mean, you know, where you go, I'm going to the moon next Saturday. Because uh, eventually, I mean, the, the trips around the moon is one thing, but the next obvious move here is to actually land there. And, and I, I know that NASA's been talking about doing that now, but it looks like Elon, Musk is, is actually ahead of them now. Well, Elon, yeah, Elon Musk is well ahead of them. And the one that I'm giving Elon Musk way too much airtime, to be honest with you, because Jeff Bezos specifically has a much more advanced program, Bill. And many people don't realize that, that Amazon's uh, CEO, Jeff Bezos, as much as he stepped down, he's really got invested on a big scale the ability of transport, uh, transporting and travel in space. So it's, a, it's, it's really a space race between Elon Musk uh, and SpaceX program and uh, the Jeff Bezos program, which right now are both in this uh, mission to figure out how to take off and land safely, travel into our atmosphere, travel to the moon. And of course, as we know, they're, they're scoping out and pioneering Mars right now, trying to determine where or what the planet's like. Um, and this is the next stage of that. So uh, right now, what, we're, what I see is, again, innovation on a private sector. Billionaires are using their wealth to invest into the space travel. Um, and, it, and like I say, we're giving Elon Musk all the attention. The, there are others. There's a Japanese billionaire that's investing with uh, Elon Musk. There's uh, Jeff Bezos. So this is not a one individual or one group doing this. It's not just NASA. That's what makes it really exciting. So the reality is everyone's trying to get to the space race, and it's a matter of who's going to get there first to provide that ability to go into, uh, to go into space and get that travel experience. We mentioned earlier in the program about Apple being in court again, about uh, their pretty little issue. Uh, Facebook, of course, uh, seems to, well, their lawyers, I think, just have camped out in the courtrooms these days. Uh, but that lawsuit about, uh, about using uh, facial recognition is still going on, isn't it? Absolutely. Yeah, I, th I think, you know, for the duration of our tech talk today, we'll be talking a lot about right now on, on artificial intelligence and facial recognition. But first off is Facebook, particularly in 2015, faced a, a, a privacy lawsuit. Photos that people were uploading were automatically going into a database by Facebook. And what they were doing is using any photo, whether it was like multiple photos of a vacation, uh, family photos that you would upload, and they would use these photos and they would map them out and use that data for facial recognition. That facial recognition was being used as a data source for their advertising. So uh, as an example, one of the elements of which this data was being used and proven, I might add, is that say someone had a skin blemish or some, some sort of an issue with regards to their face, uh, you know, whether it was like a, a plastic surgery or otherwise. This data was being harvested in their database and it was actually called out and uh, apparently Facebook tried to settle for $500 million and the court said well, that's not enough for the damages you've done and for the issues you've been using without permission. And yes, you 
terms and conditions aside, the issue is you used your power and data, Facebook, on taking people's photos and harvested this and made it an advertising revenue. $650 million is the class action lawsuit. And if you were able to show that your photo was somehow impacted or facial recognition was identified or used without your permission, um, you're entitled probably worked out to about $350 to $400 is what you could be entitled to. Wow. <laughs> uh, that, that's good. Let, you know, if people want to pursue that, good luck with that. Uh, you did mention artificial intelligence. Let's talk about my heritage. Man, this is huge. This is in the news everywhere. And let me just paraphrase this with a my heritage is a system where you used to be able to, you know, spit in a cup and they would tell you where your ancestors are from, um, you know, and tell you like what, what cultures and otherwise. Well, my heritage has licensed out the software. It's a patent that was done by DID, which is a, is a company that actually is well known for that deep fake video. Uh, if you've ever seen YouTube where, you know, they're taking Harrison Ford's face and putting them on uh, uh, solo movies and so forth. Anyway, this company took the patent. They've licensed it to a company, MyHeritage, which is a DNA company. And now you can upload any old photos. So say, you know, photos of your great-grandparents, your uh, old family photos. It doesn't matter the year. And it will be able to, through artificial intelligence, turn that photo alive. It will let the person or the photo look around. They blink. They can smile. You can actually choose the options, Bill, you can say, I want them to look around, look left, right, uh, make them smile. Um, I, I had the opportunity of taking an old photo uh, from like 1908. Uh, my my great great uncle was Barney Oldfield, first race car driver of Henry Ford, and I uploaded it as it's free, by the way. You can upload so many for free. And I got to see him standing beside Henry Ford looking around, uh, and it was really surreal watching this photo black and white photo with the head moving and blinking and and so forth so if um and it really does bring a bit of nostalgic ways to this so uh with 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 how they've been doing it but it's also creepy so there's a lot of creepy photos you can do in fact they people have been uploading sculptures from roman times and it turns the head of roman uh, uh leaders and 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 uh uh you know gods and so forth into these weird eyeless blinking statues so it's a bit <laughs> scary to be honest with you but i i don't know it's going to be a bit of a do you enjoy that kind of uh, you know new technology or i don't know are you really going to be uh, uh freaked out by watching this what's uh i want to stay on on ai if we could for a second because we've heard so much about this recently uh this new website that's got over a hundred thousand i guess free artificial intelligence generated headshots and actors uh because i'm i'm seeing more and more of this this is this is not just the wave of the future this is this is the the hot thing right now isn't it well, exactly. Where the segue for this goes, by the way, Bill, is remember how we mentioned just a few seconds ago how Facebook was taking all those photos and images yeah. <laughs> and using facial recognition? Well, this is an example of, yes, a company that was able to purchase part of that, that data that was uploaded. And so this company, it's actually called 100,000 uh, AI, 100,000 free artificial uh, headshots. Uh, horrible name for a company. But anyways, it's 100,000 photos of actors, male, female, every culture, every race, every ethnic background, and they don't really exist. And how they were generated was that it took thousands and thousands of photos of humans that were uploaded through systems like Facebook with facial recognition, and then it was able to conjure and develop uh, models. 
So where companies or small businesses, maybe, you know, they, they can't afford or they don't have time to find, geez, I'm looking for a blonde. I'm looking for a female blonde that's, you know, uh, you know, got long hair and I want to use her as part of my advertising. Um, you know, you have to go through a casting agency. You gotta, you know, yeah. you gotta pay the rights for that person. Well, this is a, uh, absolutely free. Uh, they move very similar to what I was just describing about in the photo. So they have a little motion so they can either turn their head, they can look up, they can look down if you want to create a little ad. Um, and the cost is pretty much less than $50. You can have 100,000 non-existing headshots of actors. There is a story the earlier this week, and I'm doing this off the top of my head, so I don't have all the information. I can't remember. One of the most, I guess, popular models right now uh, is actually an artificial intelligence creation. Uh, That's and, right. and they're, yes. they're doing more and more of this right now, and it's it's amazing uh, because, like I say, you have to look twice to see. It looks like a, obviously a real person, and in this particular case, they've created this persona for this individual. So uh, the the stuff that they're doing with this stuff is is just truly amazing right now. So I'm glad you, we had some time to bring up a couple of these things. Uh, sadly, we're out of time. Uh, we'll have to pick up on this next week and do a lot more of this. Uh, as always, have a great weekend, Adam. Thanks so much for this. This is Tech Talk. We do this every Friday at 11.35, brought to you by Vacuuman. Have a great weekend, Adam. You too. Thanks, Bill. The Bill Kelly Show, weekdays from 9 to noon on 900 CHML.